Welcome to the Her Sports Story podcast, where we share in the stories of former female athletes, connect on the transition out of sport, and create a space where the always an athlete tribe can come for connection and inspiration. I'm your host, Bethany Crouch, founder of the Her Sports Story blog and podcast, and former competitive gymnast of 15 years to an athlete advocate professional. It makes my heart so happy to connect in and share these former female athlete stories. And I am so grateful and excited that you are here to join us. Her Sports Story listeners, I am so happy you are here. Today on the podcast, we have Maddie Hawthorne of Mad Fit. Maddie is a former cheerleader and track athlete who transitioned out of her sport just as she was transitioning into college. She talks about losing that connection a little bit with her health and fitness like she once had when she was an athlete, but how everything came full circle when she got back into fitness and realized that she could help former athletes regain their relationship with fitness and nutrition. So please enjoy this episode with Maddie Hawthorne. Maddie, welcome to the Her Sports Story podcast. We are so, so excited to connect with you today. I know just from getting to know you a little bit over Instagram and us connecting that you have a great and totally relatable story to share with former athletes. So thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Of course. Yeah, so uh, I believe Maddie and I, like I mentioned, we initially connected over Instagram, and I can't remember. I think I think you reached out to me, Maddie, and I was like so stoked. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this girl is doing amazing things." <laughs> yes, I saw your page, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I have to talk to her." <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I was. Anytime that happens, literally, like I can't type fast enough, like the message back, just because I get. So excited when I see another woman, especially like pursuing their dreams to help former athletes kind of, you know, live their best life after sport. Mm -hmm. So I was so, so excited to connect you. And I'm really, really looking forward to our audience getting a glimpse into, you know, your story and how you navigated through that and everything that you're doing now with MadFit. So you know, for our listeners, go ahead and kind of share your sports story with us. Sure. Well, I was a high school athlete, so um, I was a competitive cheerleader and also did cheer any way possible you could all through high school. So, you know, football, basketball, again, the competitive cheerleading, and then I also ran track as well. Um, So if you've ever, yeah, so if you've ever played a sport and even, you know, high school, obviously college is pretty intense too, but, you know, it's it's your whole life pretty much. Um, And so, you know, practices five times a week, sometimes two days in the summer. Um, I, you know, really just, that was a big part of my life and um, it was amazing and I miss it a lot, you know, even to this day. Um, and so I cheered all through high school, um, and when I got, and obviously I ran track, um, a year as well, and that was a really great learning experience, and it was, um, challenging in its own way as well, but when I, um, was going into college, I did get a scholarship for a D3, 
um, cheerleading scholarship, but um, it was a really tough decision for me because I was really excited to kind of move away. Um, I grew up in a really small town, so I really wanted to experience life and kind of get out of that small town atmosphere. And um, the school that I had gotten a scholarship from wasn't that far. It was only maybe 40 minutes from where I grew up. And I went and I visited the school, and it it was um, just really small. And I knew that I wanted something different and to experience something different. So um, mm-hmm. I decided to kind of go a different path and to say, okay, it's time to kind of hang up the cheerleading hat and kind of rest that for now. And, you know, I, I didn't know if I would, you know, pull that back out or whatever, but I knew that I wanted to really focus on my education going into college. So I decided to, instead of doing the um, cheer route and, you know, kind of investing part of my college career with cheerleading to going to Ohio State. And so um I didn't try out for Ohio State cheerleading or anything like that. Um, it was just a kind of a different level than I would be ready for being a D1 school. But um, I, yeah, so I went that direction and didn't really, you know, that was kind of the end of cheerleading for me. And I, um, I did, although find one friend who was a tumbler my freshman year. So we went to the gym once and that was fine. Nice. But <laughs> beyond that, I kind of, you know, started really just, focusing in on, you know, school, and I did also do musical um, my freshman year with Ohio State, so that's another passion of mine, and so that's been another thing as being, you know, a lover of cheer and, like, my sport, but, like, also having other passions and trying to figure out how, you know, how do I do everything I want to do, and when do I pick, Mm -hmm. you know, going this way or that way, and I'm sure, like, so many people can relate to this, and especially when you start you know, growing as an adult, figuring out your life path, you know, you're like, okay, you know, what's next? Where do I take this? So I kind of started delving into some of those other interests that I had my freshman year of college with doing, um, you know, performing arts and like I had gotten a scholarship for that. Um, oh, wow. So that was exciting. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was really exciting to be able to kind of go into more of that side of myself, I should say, and um, just really focusing in on my career. So that's kind of how, um, that's how I, that was like my athletic self, you know, into college and then kind of like ending that cheer journey, Mm -hmm. which was sad, but yeah. Right. Yeah, I think we all, you know, it's athletes kind of progress through their journey there comes a time like this like a defining time where you're like okay I could move on or I could stick with it and you know maybe have a different experience would you say that when you got to you know that level of cheerleading were did you have feelings of burnout at all or did you just have something inside of you that was kind of like nope it's time to move on um, I wouldn't say I don't. I don't necessarily think I was burnt out. I think mm-hmm. that I just I had so many other passions as well. And even into my senior year of high school, um, that was the first year that I didn't compete competitively um, mm-hmm. for a year because I wanted to, you know, focus on that. You know, getting to college and doing some more musical things. I had like a lead in the musical, so. Like at my school, so like for me, it was hard to balance all that. So right. I wasn't necessarily burnt out. It was just the fact that I had so many other things I wanted to explore as well, and um, 
I didn't want to leave those stones unturned, if you will. Um, and I was still itching yeah. for a cheer once I got to college. I still missed mm-hmm. it. And um, there was still a part of me that wanted to, to keep, like, keep going, really. But um, I just never found the right avenue to do that, I feel like, um, mm. during that time. Yeah. Well, that's so, you know, kind of incredible as far as you started testing out these other areas in life that, you know, kind of lit up your soul. So you you were at that point were kind of developing your other identity, right? Or, you know, saying, mm-hmm. I'm not just Maddie, the cheerleader, or the track star. I am Maddie, the performer. I am Maddie, the very strong student, the Ohio State Buckeye, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. so that's really, really neat. So once you got into college and you, you kind of settled in, what would you say, you know, that kind of part looked like when you realized you didn't have sport anymore to kind of command your time necessarily in a way that, you know, pertained to fitness? Yeah, that was actually really challenging because I remember feeling mm-hmm. like, okay, like I remember getting into like the second, you know, semester of mm-hmm. college, like, you know, spring, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like I haven't worked out like I used to and been active the same way. So I started like Googling and going online and researching, like, how do I, how do I be fit? Like, how do I do this? You know, cause I didn't have like a coach, you know, telling me, okay, we're going to run. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. So I started just like kind of going crazy on the internet. And I think I even, you know, it was probably even before the second semester and I, mm-hmm. you know, was researching and learning about macros and I found like bodybuilding.com and, I was like, okay, I'm going to do a Pilates class, and I'm going to start doing – I'm going to go to the gym. And, like, so I just really was testing, you know, like, all these different things and trying to see how I can still be, like, you know, fit mm-hmm. um, into college. And so that was part of um, kind of just figuring out, like, okay, what now? How do I maintain my health in a way that, you know, goes well with school and my other responsibilities now? Right. And would you say that, you know, you kind of got to a point where the athlete self in you or the fitness self in you wasn't as, you know, apparent as it was back in high school? And how did you navigate that journey when, you know, you started looking for maybe a solution to really, like, tackling it and getting back to where you were? Yeah, absolutely. So, during actually not my freshman year, but my sophomore year of college, I ended up gaining a lot of weight, um, just going through a lot of life things, and I got in a really depressed state. And so I literally gained about 30 pounds in like mm. maybe three months, and it was a lot. Obviously, that's um, yeah, know, it's a lot. So I was like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? Like this isn't myself, <laughs> and I I totally yeah fell out of touch with really my own body in a way because I was used mm. to being fit, and it was just it was hard. So I started. Once I started getting out of this slump that I was in, I was like, okay, like, how do I change this? And how do I, how do I get back to who I identified with, really? Because once I had gained that weight, I really just felt lost. Um, yeah. Just because it was such a different, honestly, like, you know, your mentality, your confidence, all that kind of slipped away. At least mm. for me, it did. When I had changed and I felt groggy and, you know, I was overweight and I just felt unhealthy. So I, I realized that after, you know, I started um, getting back to my best self, you know, I started 
kind of realizing, okay, how do I change this? And I think you asked, like, what did I do to change that? Was that right? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So once I kind of started realizing, okay, this I don't want to stay this way and I do want to change, um, I actually went online again, went to the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, as most of us do. Millennials. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Us millennials are the best at. So, you we know, are. online. <laughs> started researching personal trainers and I found like a local personal trainer um to just kind of figure out I wanted to start lifting weights it's something that I didn't do in the past but I knew it worked because I had like read a lot about it I was like okay mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna do so I hired a trainer and that was kind of like the kickstart for the, the continued like five years of my transformation and journey out of that um kind of rut if you will mm, very cool so I imagine, you know, during this journey, you you said it yourself, you kind of didn't, like, recognize yourself in certain ways or your confidence slipped away a little bit. And I imagine, you know, you had that body image that you're like, this is, this is not me. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I know from reading your blog that you mentioned, you know, depression and and you talk about body image, and I I think that this is such an important topic to talk about, especially with, you know, young women and young women who are either, you know, still in the adolescent years or growing out, and, you know, their body's changing. And so I'd like to kind of talk about this topic and kind of get your viewpoint of, you know, what you think about depression and body image and how that ties together, and then how would you maybe help someone who was kind of experiencing these maybe negative thoughts around these topics? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. It is so important and key. And I really like to use, you know, the platform that I do have and um, to just talk about these issues because they are so overlooked sometimes. And it's hard to relate to people because we're not talking about things like this. So, mm-hmm. I'm so glad you asked this. And one thing is, you know, for me, you know, yeah, I really just, my body image really went down and I felt, you know, almost like unworthy and just, you know, mm. so many bad things about myself because of my weight. But um, I think what is so important is, you know, you're ever feeling, you know, this way, like down on yourself and, you know, just, you know, you if you place a lot of worth on your looks or things like that, that's something I had to realize that, you know, I am not just my looks and not just mm-hmm. the number on a scale or a, a right. pant size in my jeans or anything like that. And it's, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of mental work, I should say, or like mm-hmm. inner work to realize mm-hmm. that. But if you're listening to this, I just want to let you know, like you are not your, you know, your pant size or the number on the scale, like you are worthy and important and loved and, you know, you're more than that. And you have mm-hmm. so much more to offer the world than just that. And, I, I just hope that people can keep that at the forefront of their minds when they have those days or those times where they feel that way, that that does not define you, um, mm-hmm. and that's not who you are. But another thing that really helps is surrounding yourself with people who love you and care about you. And for me, that was very important during that time where I just mm-hmm. was depressed and not feeling, you know, the best for myself. And, um, you know, having friends and a support system is so important and, and being transparent as you can with those around you like your family um you know if you're away at school you know your friends and letting them know you know in on your life and letting them know you're struggling 
I, I can't tell you how many times I had friends who would offer to just hang out or go do something or they would always ask mm-hmm. me because they knew I needed that support, right? So yeah. I think that is so critical um, to just keep your – build a support system around you and kind of force yourself to be surrounded with good, loving people because it it really does help even if it doesn't feel like it at the time. Looking back, I know that, like, that is what got me through a lot of that time. Um, and then as far as with, like, depression – you know, mm-hmm. it is a very, it is a serious thing, and it's not something you should take lightly because it really affects your everyday life. And with me, yeah. you know, it affected my schoolwork and just my motivation to even go to class and study, and it was hard. And so the way that I was able to kind of overcome that is really just seeking out the help that I needed. So I went to the counselor, like, at OSU. I, I saw someone, and I talked mm-hmm. to them, and they helped me, you know, work through some of these issues with body image and I mean, that's something we talked about in my um, in my sessions, and I think that you shouldn't be afraid um, to talk to people, and it's okay if you need, you know, if you need someone to lean on, if you need to discuss your feelings, like, it's okay, and um, that, that really helped me, and I can honestly say it's one of the other bigger factors or biggest factors that really helped me um, during that time when I was feeling super depressed and I um actually was diagnosed with depression um so i yeah i highly recommend don't be afraid to get the help you deserve and that you need and it's okay to talk to somebody like come on the biggest celebrities we know like most of them go and they go to counseling and they talk to people so and it's funny because we think oh you know i i don't want to do that or blah 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 but like guys really important great people out there seek counseling so don't be afraid to do it yourself yeah. Right. Oh, that was so good. Thank you so much for sharing that because I think, you know, when you do get in a place like that and I've been there too and it's um, all the things that you recommended to do, that's not like your initial want, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't necessarily want to go hang out with people. You want to sometimes be alone because that's how you feel right you feel alone and what you're going through and like that's the complete opposite like reach out tell people you know how you're feeling seek help because we're all human at the end of the Mm -hmm. day and it's okay and there's I really hope you know for again any of our listeners that if they do feel that way to not let ego get in the way like Put ego aside, mm-hmm. choose yourself as far as choose taking care of yourself because, again, like you said, they are worthy. Like, every human, if they're still here on this planet, they have a purpose. And so they right. still have a reason, you know, to push forward. So thank you so much for talking about that. I think, you know, as the more that we talk about it, the more conversation, the more people can say, oh, you felt like that too, then, you know, we can – hopefully encourage or inspire them to, you know, seek those resources or maybe what's going to get them on the path to, you know, getting back to themselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So going back a little bit to your fitness, um, you know, journey, you hired a personal trainer or found a personal trainer, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then – you talk about that journey a little bit, but I also, from that point in time to, you know, getting into health and fitness 
and then you know how this all evolved to the creation of MassFit. Yeah, so I did work with a personal trainer for a short period of time, and um, during that time, I felt like there was still something missing from me getting to where I wanted to be. I wasn't making a lot of progress, and I still didn't know, like, all the fundamental things about, you know, nutrition and health, and because I had been off track for so long, it's almost like I had to restart, you know, kind of reteach myself, okay, you know, this is this is how you eat healthy, this is how you make good choices, and this is the routine of being, you know, living an active lifestyle. So, like, I was starting almost from ground zero, even though I had a background, you know, because it had been so long that I got off track, I really had to start over. And so I worked, I worked with my coach, my, um, or my, um, sorry, my personal trainer, and it was maybe, like, six weeks or so. And after I finished my time with him, I continued to work out, and I actually um, – Again, I started researching. As you'll see, this is a common common parallel throughout my journey is that I'm always learning and wanting to grow my knowledge. So I went back online, and I went back to bodybuilding.com, which had been a resource for me my freshman year. Now I'm going into my junior year at this time in college, and I started reading and reading, and I found that, okay, all these people – that are fit, you know, a lot of them are doing macro counting. A lot of them are lifting weights. Like, if they can do that, maybe that's what I need to do. Mm -hmm. So I started my own journey again, um, kind of figuring out what's going to work. And I went back to that stuff that I had known about, you know, a year or two prior that I didn't fully follow through with, and I was starting over with that. And I'm like, okay. So um, I downloaded Jamie Eason's program from bodybuilding.com, and I started that, and that really just, wow, that just pretty much lit my fire. I know you Mm -hmm. and I have talked about that before, and um, it really just gave me something to work towards. I finally felt like I had a clear direction. I'm like, okay, I – you know, I'm, I started this program, I'm lifting weights, I couldn't wait to go to the gym. I started, like, getting addicted to getting, you know, going to the gym and, like, so excited, like, that I had a goal finally and had, like, some something to work towards, you know, kind of, I don't know, it was just really exciting. And, That's so um, cool. Yeah, and I started meeting people. I'd go to the gym and I, you know, would meet mm-hmm. friends and I had, I started learning, meeting other people who also had the same interest, you know, and and lifting weights and bodybuilding and strength training. And it, it was exciting because I now started to have a community around me too. Um, and, you know, being a former athlete, you miss that, miss right. the community. Totally. And I started finding that. I'm like, okay, this is so awesome. Like there's people out there who love this too. And then we would, you know, collaborate together and, hey, come watch me do this in the gym. Am I doing it right? Do you have any suggestions? And just kind of that whole atmosphere, like I loved it. And, so kind of fast forwarding, I got to a point where I had lost 20 pounds um, through, you know, Amazing. just mm-hmm. honestly, like pretty much coaching myself into this wow. world of strength training and macros. And I got to a point where I was, I lost 20 pounds. I still had about 15 to 20 to go. And I was stumbled upon an online coach, um, actually on Facebook. And so I worked with my online coach for about a year and I lost the last 20 pounds and I got to like my goal um, body and really just kind of back to the fit, healthy self that I used to be. And I was like, I finally, you know, made it. I, I just <laughs> yeah. couldn't even, it was, it was exciting. And I couldn't honestly like even fathom it because I had dreamed about being, 
you know, the strong, healthy mm. health that I was for so long mm-hmm. when it happened, it was just unreal. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I actually am where I want to be. And it was honestly like the biggest life change and like blessing in my life. And after working with my coach, um, he's an online fitness coach. I kind of, you know, I continued to work out and everything. And I had this huge passion now for fitness and mm-hmm. my it, it was the, it's a big part of my life, and um, I just started thinking to myself, like, reflecting and realizing how much this had changed my life, because if I ever start feeling, you know, down or sad or something, now I can really go to fitness, and I have this outlet, and I have this mm-hmm. community, and I have all these resources that have really just helped me and changed my life, and I thought, what if I can do this for other people? And what if I can make a difference and help someone else who feels the way I used to feel, who used to, who feels down or who feels, you know, depressed or sad or doesn't love their body? And what if I can help them change that mindset? And what if I can help them learn how to live a healthy life, learn how to make good choices and all the things that I wish I had, you know, in 2014 when I was struggling, um, before I found my online fitness coach. And I just really had this realization, like, I can help them, and I could do this. And and so that's really what just sparked my desire to start my my own online fitness coaching um, Mm -hmm. program, MadFit. And so that's really the whole journey is kind of, you know, going through my own transformation, my own struggle, and finding that I want to help other people who, you know, who really have lost their their maybe health or fitness or who are searching for something and who are searching for community or searching for true health and helping them um, learn what that means for their life and helping them. So, yeah. Wow. That is so incredible. Literally, there are parts in your story there where, like, I had chills. Like, when you said you had, like, finally, you know, made it and you were to that point where you lost that weight and we're so happy, you know, with yourself mm-hmm. and that you did it and you got, you know, it's possible, right? You got to that mm-hmm. point and it's just so incredible that you, you know, through bodybuilding, through that program, kind of got tied back into a little bit to that athlete mentality, right? of you know being excited to go accomplish a goal in the gym and building a community around this you know new fitness journey that um, you were embarking on and you know I think so many former athletes myself included search for this type of experience again right where Mm -hmm. we are so excited or there's a certain, you know, whether it's exercise or weightlifting or Pilates or whatnot, and we find it and we get to tap back in to, you know, how that used to feel as an athlete. I think a lot, a lot of people search for that. So yeah. it's so amazing that you found it and that now you're on the other side, like inviting former athletes in saying, hey, you know, I've been there. This is what worked for me, I would love to coach you on your journey, you know, to through that. So, so, so incredible. So you created this online business. You, I imagine, have clients. Take us into, like, what does a day-to-day look like for you? 
Sure. So I, um, so yes, I do have MassFit in my online coaching business, and mm-hmm. I still do also work um, part-time in marketing. So I went to school mm-hmm. for communications, and okay. um, so I do that part-time. So, you know, I have my little bit of first part of my day doing that, mm-hmm. and I, I absolutely love I love everything about marketing, so it's a huge passion of mine, too. Um, So that's still part of my life, but I can see that it's probably going to be transitioning sooner than later, you know, with the business growing and all that. So usually um, I'm working with clients. I either have client calls, um, you know, so helping people on the phone and kind of teaching them and helping them understand, you know, changes that we're making to either their nutrition or their training programming and, you know, teaching clients um, through their one-on-one calls. That's a big part of my week and um, days as well. And then I'm always creating content. So if you yes, you're very mind. good at it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I will test. <laughs> so I spend a lot of time um, creating resources for either those who follow me or my clients. So mm-hmm. whether that be my online library where I'm sharing recipes or, um, you know, different training tools for them to learn how to implement, you know, different things into their life, or I'm writing for social media and coming up with videos and things like that, doing Facebook Live. Um, that's a big part of my days as well, and just really creating things that help people, um, even if they aren't working with me. So that's another big part of my day. And, of course, you know that you can find me in the gym <laughs> working <laughs> <Yes>. out. So. <laughs> I usually, so usually I'll be working with clients for, you know, a few hours, writing content. Um, then when I'm not doing those two things, I'm in the gym, you know, getting myself better so that I can be the best version of myself um, as well. So I, right now I'm working out about five to six times per week. So I spend, I try to spend, you know, quality time, you know, lifting weights and I do that in the evening. So... <laughs> That's usually the day-to-day, and then, of course, like, I'm currently studying um, to get my precision nutrition certification, so I'm studying a lot. I'm always reading. I'm I'm pretty busy, so. Yeah, (laughs) it sounds like it. Mm -hmm. That's amazing, though. I mean, yeah, but it seems almost fitting in, you know, of course, a variety of ways where, you know, you're you're currently working in marketing for, you know, part-time. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure somewhere in working in marketing that you are able to pull something from there and maybe, you know, even eventually when you shift into possibly mad fit, you know, full time, you can take those experiences with you, right? Absolutely. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of things that transition for sure. That's so, so, so neat. So, as far as MadFit right now, what are some of the exciting things that, you know, are, have either, you know, kind of just happened or are upcoming for you that you're, like, really looking forward to? Yeah. So, actually, just yesterday, we, myself and another local online fitness coach, we had an event called Healthy for the Holidays. So, it was really fun, and it was a great time. We um kind of did a workshop and a workout. So the first part, we yeah. talked about how to stay fit over the holidays and how to, you know, maintain your goals and not use the holidays as an excuse to kind of go ball to the wall. And that is kind of so go, good. 
so good. <laughs> yeah, because people, yeah. you know, they'll love to use, oh, well, it's Christmas time, so I'm going to eat all the cookies, I'm not going to go to the gym until June 1st. And so we kind yeah. of talked about how people can um, maintain their goals and still enjoy, you know, still enjoy parties and, you know, mm-hmm. have fun fun time, um, but still still stay true to their goals. And then we worked out, and that was a lot of fun. Um, and I'm actually writing, I'm finishing it up today, um, mm-hmm. I kind of pulled all my viewers and asked them, you know, what do you want to hear about? What do you want to learn about? And so this week, um, I'm going to be doing a content series over losing fat in your tummy area. So mm-hmm. a lot of people, I ask them, you know, do you want to learn about gaining muscle, losing fat, what areas? So I'm going to kind of be covering that, or I am going to be covering that throughout the week. So I'm excited to share that with my, you know, audience. And um, beyond that, I am working on um, my resource library, which I mentioned earlier, so that my clients have a place forever that they can go to whether they work with me or not um to really just continue to learn and i mentioned how that was a big part of my journey and just having a place mm-hmm. that had knowledge and being able to go right. to that. So that's something i'm working on building up um for my clients and i'm super excited about that as well that's so cool yeah i mean i i can relate so much to hopping on google and being and typing in how to former athlete workout how do gymnasts mm-hmm. work out after sports or you know workouts for former gymnasts like I was on there and I'd always wanted like a resource page you know right. for you know for athletes and it's so you know so needed and I'm so thankful that you are doing this and you are creating these resources for former athletes because you know I think too many times there's that feeling of being lost, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, I think you, of course, during your experience of transitioning out of sport, you do need to feel lost in order to take action to whatever's next, right? Mm-hmm. But I had always, you know, wished there was like a natural bridge of sorts where it's like, oh, you're done with sport? Visit this website. Talk to this coach. Um, talk to this career guide, you know, um, right. because I, I don't think there's enough out there. However, I'm seeing so much more, and I'm so excited about it. And that's why, you know, like when we connected, I was like, yes, she gets it, you know, and I'm so happy that you're you're here for former athletes and everything that you're doing. And I know you're going to be continuing, <laughs> continuing to do an incredible job kind of building um, your MadFit business. So thank you so much. Of course, yeah. So I I kind of wrap up with one final question, and it's the scenario that if you were in a room with fifty or so athletes or hundred so athletes, and they're all sitting there and they've just felt like they've lost their sense of purpose after sport, like. They, it was their everything in their world, and now they have no idea what to do next. What would you tell them? Well, wow, that is a super tough question. And <laughs> I feel like something I've learned throughout my journey that so many other successful people have told me is you have to know what your why is. And mm-hmm. it can be – I mean, it can be hard to figure that out, but I would just tell them to 
take time away, whether you need to go to a Starbucks and put headphones in and start journaling, which is something I do, or you need to just lock yourself in your room or in a quiet space and take time to figure out what motivates you. What is your why? What, what, obviously now you don't have sports, but what is going to Mm -hmm. make you feel that you do have a purpose? And I don't think, and I think I would tell them sometimes it takes time to figure that out. I don't think you should, you should not be upset if you don't know it right away. Because for me, I did not know that I was doing this right now. Um, I didn't know I'd be where I am now. And I would just say, continue to seek that out, continue to seek and never stop searching for that. Mm. Never stop. Because I think if you get complacent, if you get, um, really just complacency can erase any need to find a greater purpose. So I think that you Uh, should now know that there can be a greater purpose beyond your past life. And I had to find that myself. I knew, you know, even during that time where I was down and out, I had to find, I need to figure out what is my purpose? You know, what does that look like? And you, you might not know it. So be patient with yourself. Give yourself time. Give yourself time to figure it out. Search for your why. Never stop searching. And just continue to seek. And I think that's what I would tell, you know, anyone who has lost their sense of purpose. You know, athletes and people who are competitive in nature. And maybe if you you don't have that anymore, take time. Give yourself the space, the mental Mm -hmm. space, the, Mm -hmm. the soul space to search that out. And just continue to search until you find it. And I truly believe you will come to a place where you have that epiphany or realization or the door is just kind of open to you and you'll see, oh, this is why that happened or, or this is where mm, I'm supposed yes. to be. So, yeah, that's what I would tell them. Well, you answered that phenomenally. That was <laughs> such you. good advice. That was amazing. So great job there. I, I know that will be – that will resonate with some of our listeners most mm-hmm. definitely. Well, Maddie, I have had such a good time chatting with you. It's like it's like we know each other, yet we've chatted yeah. just a handful of times, which is so mm-hmm. special, I think, about the former athlete community and our ability to connect. So thank you so, so much for coming on the Her Sports Story uh, podcast. And you are, of course, officially now a part of our tribe and please let our Her Sports Story listeners know where they can find you. Sure. So if you are on Instagram, you can find me at madfit underscore six. Um, if you're a Facebooker, you can search madfit coaching, and my Facebook page for madfit will be able to be found there as well. Um, if you'd like to check out my website, you can go to www madfit.builtonmission.com and soon that will be transitioning we're actually working on moving that site over so if you're listening to this and you don't find my site there you can go to www.madfitcoaching.com great well thank you thank you thank you so much maddie it has been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for having me it was wonderful to talk to you and your listeners today I love that conversation with Maddie, especially when we kind of dive into body image. 
she definitely has just the experience and the nature about her to be a coach in the space that she is in. So make sure, of course, to give her a follow on Instagram at madfit underscore six and hang out with the Her Sports Story tribe on Instagram as well at Her Sports Story. (laughs) 